I'm here with Greg and Blake <laughs> in our inaugural podcast. Hey guys, what's going hey. on? Did you just pull that up from whatever they offered through that panel? Yeah, I just hit this red button and, and that's what it was. That's it. Hopefully, people find you funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be we great. To- All right, so here is the uh, the topic at hand. Okay. Um, Oh, first, cheers, guys. Oh, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Working title. What Lots we, of working titles. What do we got? One of them is Whiskey and Weights, uh, Gorilla Radio. Apropos to us drinking a little bit of whiskey right now on this inaugural inaugural podcast. Yeah, or Gorilla Radio, or I don't know. We'll come up with something. Mm. Do I have to stay relatively close to this? Uh, no, you sound good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't want to drift too far away, though. Okay. Yeah. Maybe pull it a little closer to you. Are you using deodorant? <laughs> it's a good thing we gave him a mic because he'll keep it interesting until we talk about the important stuff. He might need to be a part of this. <laughs> oh, he, he'll have to be, yeah. He's like the Robin Quivers. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be 30 minutes before we get to anything of substance. Uh, take a sip. Let's go. All right. Okay. All right. So what's your topic? So on Tuesday when we did Diane and then we had the uh, optional conditioning afterwards, there was a little lull in class with cleanup. And uh, I had a member who's been with us for some time, and she came up to me. Actually, I went up to her, and I was like, hey, this was a big week for you. I just want you to know that I acknowledge it, that Monday you got your first rope climbing class, and then you continued to do it, and you looked really good. And then today you did excellent in Diane. You know, you scaled appropriately. You moved well throughout, and I just want you to know I'm very impressed, and I don't hand out compliments freely, so you should pat yourself on the back. Mm. And then she looks at me and goes... I don't want you to think I'm going to do this because I'm not, but I have to ask this question. If I were to stop coming here, would I lose everything I've gained? And that was the last thing I expected to come out of my mouth, especially after giving such high praise. And I'm like, well, what makes you say that? But to answer your question quickly, yes, within a few weeks, you will regress right back Uh to where you were before you came here. And she goes, I just don't see myself staying here. And I said, well, why? And she goes, I just don't see that CrossFit is for me. Mm. And I go, you're not giving me an answer. I go, I Mm. need to know why. You just Mm -hmm. have all these preconceived notions that I assume were like originally in your mind when you first walked through the door that you weren't going to stick around with CrossFit. It wasn't for you. But you've been here at least a year at this point. Okay. I see you four to five times a week. So clearly CrossFit is for you. But you have this image or this thought in your head of, the the woman who you were before coming here that this probably isn't for you but you've proved yourself wrong so Mm -hmm. i don't understand where this is coming from and she's like you know that's pretty accurate i'm like can you give me something can you tell me a why Mm -hmm. and she couldn't and that being said it just shows you one that if i stop tomorrow they sometimes people think they keep everything they built they don't understand how you know muscle atrophies and things like that in time but how long does it really take to show people that this is for you and this is essential for your health i the first thing that pops into my mind is her asking this question almost was she expecting or hoping to get the answer of yes you will maintain it all you're free to go right right that's almost seems like where it was coming from I, I, my best guess is to to ask that question after having been at the gym, you're saying now for over a year? At least, yeah. Right, because that's way more than 
if we're going by metrics that we look at, the average length of engagement for a member is about seven or eight months. Right. Right. Which isn't great. And she went away for travel for work and came back. And she couldn't wait to come back, apparently. That's what boggles my mind with this as well. Let me ask you this. Did you ask this question to her? Are you enjoying this? I didn't. I mean, that may be part of why she's not sticking around. I mean, yeah, I'm getting results. Thanks for the kudos you just gave me. I've obviously made gains because I'm asking you if I'm going to lose those gains. So she's acknowledging she's made gains. Right. Is she not having fun with it anymore? Well, the one thing I did say, I was like, clearly something about this is for you because you keep coming back. And she kind of laughed and smiled and was like, yeah, I, I can't wait to be back again this week. Like, so I didn't ask that question that you brought up directly, but it's just very confusing to get into like the mind of this individual. And I'm sure she's not alone. I'm sure there have been plenty of members in the past that have felt similar to her. And I'm sure that we have current members that are thinking like her. She's definitely not alone because we've lost thousands of members over the 15 years that we've been in business. So this is a, this is something that is, I'm sure recurs for people or occurs for people. I would love to have this woman on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) and ask her like, where did that come from? For somebody that's been at the gym for over a year is making progress, says she can't wait to come back. Where does that question come from? Where does it come from? Like what, What's the nexus of that question? That's what's so baffling. I don't right. understand it. I was, <laughs> I mean, in a, a stern but joking way, I was like, you need to get that out of your head right now. I'm like, clearly this is for you. Like, you have no reason why. And she goes, you know what? After thinking all this through, you're, you're digging deep. It's, it's becoming a profound thing for me, mm-hmm. essentially. And, you know, she carried on. And then when we're doing the conditioning piece, Another uh, individual wanted to leave after the third interval. And I was like, you're more than halfway done. You're not leaving. And then she became the cheerleader for the other woman who wanted to leave. Mm. And then I pulled her aside and go, you were just talking to me about potentially quitting 10 minutes ago. And now here you are cheering somebody else on telling them not to quit. You see the irony in all this? It's like, I can't wrap my head around it. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I think that's part of the reason why we're even doing this podcast is to, so we can have these discussions and uh, discussions and maybe help answer some of these questions because I, yeah, I don't, there's oftentimes we see people leave the gym or, you know, you don't expect it. They've been doing so well, they've been coming consistently and then they just kind of fall off. And I know that lots of things creep into those, those decisions for folks, whether it be just life getting in the way or money or work or family but for the most part i think most gyms as per that industry report i just sent around that was from uh, two brain radio that most crossfit gyms are not keeping people long enough they're not outside of that seven or eight month uh you know time frame which we all need to be better at what's what's the part that's that's not hooking them they're getting results Right? They know it. Right. I think it's like a bell-shaped curve for people. Fitness. Well, Sean, before you were so tightly intertwined with us here, did you ever have those thoughts? Did you ever experience anything like that? Did you feel like CrossFit wasn't for you and contemplate leaving? Or were you hooked right from the get? When I first... I was scared to come to CrossFit first. As most people are. When I saw it. And then, you know, my story is, you know, I was introduced to it uh, by a friend and... The next day after Thanksgiving, 
I was like, I need to stop with these Susie homemaker gyms <laughs> and really do something different. And I came to Gorilla, and since then I have FOMO. Like, I can't miss out. So I never contemplated mm-hmm. leaving. But when I think about people in nutrition, how they, they'll, they'll start a nutrition process, and then they just abandon it. Oh, that's a whole other issue. Right. Wait, that's so, a whole other conversation. So <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's like almost like the same mindset where they're, they're, they're starting something, and then, then they feel like they could just leave it mm-hmm. and then think their body could sustain what they've endured and learned. So an interesting theory behind that, specifically in nutrition, um, I heard this on a podcast, and this one well-decorated nutrition coach, one of her most frequent questions with new clients is, do you feel you deserve this change? Because part of it is so deeply ingrained in our self-worth that the self-sabotaging or the quitting before they've actually given it a shot or, you know, the weeks of trying and not really feeling like it's a fit. Some people just don't feel they deserve to be any different. And that is of course a very deeper level um, to all this, but I think it's probably something that most people experience, whether they realize it or not. Mm -hmm. It's probably a very real thing. I think it's hard. I speak for me. I have a hard time understanding that because I don't feel that way about things. Um, I feel like I do deserve the things I work hard at. And so sometimes I think it's hard for me to have that empathy or compassion for that person that, that is feeling that way. Um, actually, let me say that a different way. I think if I know that that person is feeling that way, I can have empathy and compassion for them. Um, and I think I do show that. I think I'm not at the, that that's not often a, a consideration I give for people, that that's often something that they are struggling with. Um, because I don't struggle with it myself. And I think that's probably something to, uh, to talk to the staff and, or talk to coaches in general about understanding that that's a thing. Right. Should we take a quick break? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're only 11 minutes in. Why would we take a break? I'm going to stay really close. This 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 sounds even different when I'm a little closer. I'm not used to something being this close to my mouth. Uh, I am. (laughs) Oh, geez. See? (laughs) We need to stay this on track. This is where the editing, this okay. is where the editing is going to come in. Back on track. Sean, you're just creating more so, work for yourself. So to an- <laughs> right. You're adding these edits. To, to answer your question, I never once considered quitting CrossFit. I never once, the progress I've made, ever looked back. Uh, that, in fact, the, the idea is if I stop, everything will just revert back. Right. But so let me, I mean, go back to your earlier statement. You were scared. And we hear yeah. this a lot, right? That's a huge yeah. barrier to entry for, for most people coming in that they were scared. What exactly scared you? So the imagery I saw, what it was, that's, that's what's What did me. you see? Dive into that a little more. Uh, heavy weights, fast movements, competition. I'm not a very competitive person. So that's... You're that's, a liar. You race everybody on the runs. I know. <laughs> well, now I do. <laughs> now I do. But, um, yeah, but that's what I initially saw. Like, I just liked uh, previously just to walk into a, a home gym, you know, around the corner, read the little sign, do whatever, bench press, uh, you know, curls or, or whatever. But I never thought a group fitness would mm-hmm. be for me. It, it brings up a good co- conversation as well as to that is what people see first. Right? When they think CrossFit or see CrossFit, whether it is you go watch the games or you just pull it up online, 
that is what you are struck with right away. It's there are people of all different shapes, sizes, and abilities, but they appear to be moving large weights. They appear to be moving pretty quickly. And that is that is what is upfront. And I think that's a big issue for people feeling comfortable about joining a CrossFit gym or even um, considering walking into one. How do how does that how are we able to change that for people that that is not the first thing that they see because there's so much more to it right i mean how do we show the first thing being an instructional well side that's of what things? i saw when when they were like oh come to gorilla and i was introduced to gorilla i went to any social media outlet that was up at that time and then i saw the members that were there and then that convinced so you me. saw a different story i saw a different story huh. okay I think we, that's something we can upregulate with what we're doing is showing more of that, more instructional type of work um, of people really learning these things because we know that there's yeah. a learning curve to this. I, I saw a diverse group of members doing what I was afraid to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whether they were overweight or, mm -hmm. you know, and a world-renowned athlete look. And then you walk in and, you know, those athletes that you saw right. have just as vulnerable, just as... You know, they're, they're struggling. They're, they're trying to achieve new goals too. Mm -hmm. And then it was welcoming. Mm -hmm. Like my first day, it was welcoming. Yeah. Right. yeah. But I do think CrossFit itself, the, the home office, from the home office down, is doing a better job these days of discussing that aspect of CrossFit. That there's a learning curve here. Yeah. There's a lot to be taught. There's, a, you know, there's, it's a slow process. You know, not everybody's just stacking weights on and, performing these crazy workouts i think they're doing a better job of of showing the average person yeah. doing this whereas way back in the, i think somebody's in here joe's here oh joe's here should we take a break you're dying to take a break i'm dying to press this button you're right. just interrupting right in the middle of a good conversation we're gonna take a break ladies <laughs> and gentlemen <laughs> muting your mics 